Welcome everyone to another episode of Just a Little Sip. I am your host, Joe Arceo. Um, what can I say? Um, there is a bunch of things that happened uh, since the last time we spoke. Um, I guess one of the one of the main things I wanted to definitely touch on is um, the uh, World Health Organization just recently uh, made it, it made a. Uh, uh, a new a new category a new um a new mental health disorder um and it's called a uh, gaming disorder it's where um they have classified uh someone who uh plays excessive amounts of games that affects their life that affects their job that affects um you know their well-being um you know someone who is I guess you can say uh, truly addicted to gaming um, as a as a mental health disorder, um, and I mean I can I can see where where they're coming from. I can definitely see that uh, where they wanted to f- categorize a a the, uh, this particular disorder that some people may have, or at least um, bring light. To the to a situation where um, people are actually, um, you know, uh, their whole lives are gaming basically, and then and then they they don't care about anything else. But um, it it seems like this this is uh, this has actually been going on for in 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 as far as I can remember, uh, people being completely addicted to gaming has been a thing since. Shit, since since gaming started with like Pong, since uh, uh, Donkey Kong, like didn't they um, uh, do a documentary on that Donkey Kong King guy um, that you know was looking for the high score of Donkey Kong and he was completely obsessed, putting hundreds and hundreds of hours every week um, just by playing Donkey Kong just to get the high score. Um, so don't think that. This whole gaming disorder uh, is is something brand new. It's it's definitely um, been around for a little while. Um, according to to uh, some websites here, um, characteristics of gaming disorder uh, diagnosis standard the ICD ten or I'm sorry the ICD uh, defines the universe of disease disorders, injuries, and other health related conditions. Researchers use it to count deaths, disease, injuries, and symptoms. Um, where is it finally getting to uh, symptoms of... Oh, here we go. One uh, is that the gaming behavior takes precedence over other activities to the extent that other activities are taken to the periphery. Um, the second feature is... Impaired uh, control of these behaviors, even when the negative consequences occur, the behavior continues or escalates. Uh, a diagnosis of gaming disorder then means that a persistent or recurrent behavior pattern of sufficient severity has emerged according to the ICD. Uh, the third feature condition, uh, third feature is that the condition leads to significant distress and impairment in personnel, family, uh, personnel. I mean, uh, impairment in personal, 
family, social, educational, and occupational functions. Uh, the impact is real. Uh, and more include disturbed sleep patterns, diet problems, uh, like a deficiency in, uh, diet problems, like a deficiency in the physical activity. That, that's terrible writing. Um, overall, the main characteristics are very similar to the diagnostic features of the substance abuse, uh, substance. One more time. Overall, the main char characteristics are very similar to the diagnostic features of substance use. Uh, substance use disorders and gambling disorder, he said. Uh, gambling disorder is another category of clinical condition where, um, are, which are not associated with a psychoactive substance use, but at the same time being considered as addictive uh, as addictions. As addictive as addictions. Hmm, sure. And so you need to have these symptoms for... Uh, at, uh, at least a month, or not a month, at least a year to, to be considered um, having this gaming disorder. Um, as you know, I am a huge gamer. I do love games, but I do not think that myself I have this gaming disorder because of the fact that, um, one, I haven't played Fortnite in at least, at least two days. Come on now. That's, that's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, wait, did I play yesterday? No, no, I did not play yesterday. So yes, at least two days. Um, I did not play today and not play yesterday. So there's no way that I would be considered um, to have this gaming disorder because of the fact that I have I haven't played um, in a couple of days, um, and I don't let it get in in I don't let it get in the way of of work. Um, Lord knows if I had access to a PS4 or Fortnite. I probably would play at work. Let's just let's just be honest. I probably would, um, but I dare not like skip work just to play Fortnite. I dare not skip work just to play video games. Um, and you know, I I don't I, I I I'm sometimes addicted. Uh, there's there's periods of time where like all I want to do is play. Um, that's usually when a new game comes out, like a like a new story, or or when this Devil May Cry Five comes out, you better be damn sure I'm gonna be addicted to that game. I'm gonna play the shit out of that game. Um, God damn it, I love Devil May Cry. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely play a lot of that. But you know, I I have I have responsibilities, and I and I know I have responsibilities, and I I I, I take. Uh, those responsibilities always, <coughs> always take priority um, over over my gaming. Um, you know, I'm I have a son, I, I have uh, a wife, a house, a, a dog to look after. Of course, I'm going to take those. Uh, those are my priority over 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 games. Um, but now the question is, if I were to get paid. To play video games. Hmm. Like if I was a pro gamer of something. Of some kind. Would I then. Would it still technically be. A gaming disorder. Would it technically. Um, be. Uh, addicted to gaming. When, when my livelihood. Depends on gaming. Hmm. Uh. I don't. I don't think so. I think, 
in that case, for the certain people that uh, actually go out and get paid to play video games, like on Twitch, go to tournaments, win tournaments, though, th- then it's not, then it's not being addicted to video games. You're you're just practicing, right? You're just uh, honing your craft. You're uh, sharpening your sword, so to speak. Um, but I think this 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 whole gaming disorder just kind of um, uh, is more of the you know the people that don't do this professionally that 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 need you know you know that's not their income it's not their profession it's it's disrupting their lives not not enhancing it not not making it better so now would it help or make it worse if those people that do have a gaming disorder so like let's say let's say uh, let's take me for example um let's just say theoretically i am addicted to um fortnite um and I'm playing so often, but you know I'm still trash. I'm not any good. I, I stream, but no one's watching. Um, I'm just not good at the game, and I'm I I stay up late to to play. I stay up till like three in the morning to play, even though I have to wake up at four thirty for work. Then I'm sleeping uh, sleepy at work, and then I end up sleeping on the job. And then I end up getting fired, uh, which allows me to have more free time to play games. But then, um, you know, after playing a while, I get better. I get good. I get more people to, to watch my stream. Um, I'm starting to get donations from people. Uh, I'm being invited to major events to play with celebrities like over the past weekend. Um uh, oh well, over the past weekend there was a a big charity uh, event with pro gamers that are teamed up with celebrities um, to in it to to raise money for charity. It was like a three million dollar uh, prize pool, and um, I think yeah, it was like Ninja and Marshmallow. To be honest, I don't know who that is. Uh, they won the tournament. I, th- I want to say they got like a million dollars for their charity. Um, uh, but yeah, that's, that's a hell of a fucking lot of money. Um, uh, but let's say that, you know, I get that good and they, I, I start, you know, getting money from, from, from gaming. So then is it still technically a gaming disorder then? Or, or is it now, um, just, you know, getting paid for what I love to do. Um, like the people that make money gambling, like this, that's their job. Uh, it's not their job, but it's how they, they make an income. It's how they make money is by, um, gambling and playing cards or playing slots or whatever, whatever, you know, whatever your choice of game is now, is it, I guess, is it still technically a, a disorder um yeah, if if you were to think of it as part of the same aspect of, of, of gambling, I would suppose so. Um it would definitely still be a disorder. But then you're 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 it's your it's part of your livelihood though, right? 
Um, so that's it's that's the question, I guess. Um, when, like, can I guess the question I'm I'm proposing is, can this gaming disorder be spun into something into something good? Um, maybe maybe everyone that's um. No, I can't say not everyone. Everyone that has this gaming disorder one day wishes to get paid for it. I don't think that's... I can't say everyone. Maybe a lot of them. But, um, you know, they they just love to play games. And it's and it's a love that that maybe they, 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 they take too far. They become obsessed with. And then obsession is never good. Um uh, well, I can't say I can't say that either. God damn it! Obsession can be good sometimes if it. Obsession can be good if it's good for you. Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Like CT, like CT Fletcher said, uh, his magnificent obsession was to get twenty-inch uh, arms, to to get the biggest biceps. He could, and he and he did it, and he became a weightlifter, and and uh, he became one of the baddest men on the planet. So, yeah, I, I it just depends on the way you look at it, I suppose. Like, are, are these people that have the gaming disorder are are they chasing a dream, or are they living a nightmare? Ooh, dang! Maybe I should put that on a T-shirt. Ooh. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just interesting that the, uh, the gaming community is getting more, well, I guess there is that too. I just thought of it. Okay. So since the gaming community, um, you know, is getting more spotlight on it, um, with, uh, Street Fighter, uh, being on ESPN, um, uh, or, you know, fighting games being on ESPN, um, Evo, uh, Street Fighter had being on uh, TBS, I think, um, and, and you know with E League and um, you know Fortnite being more more popular than ever. It's it's the it's it's getting the light shine on uh, the gaming community is getting a light shined on it, and I guess with that light, the mainstream community is just wondering what the fuck is this. And, you know, I don't understand what this is, so it's got to be bad. Um, that's, that's what I kind of feel like it is, because, you know, people always fear what they don't understand. And the mainstream, they don't, they don't get it. They don't get the fact that, you know, sitting in front of a TV with a controller in your hand, or if you're a PC gamer, sitting in front of your computer with your mouse and keyboard will bring you endless endless joy uh fits of rage so much sodium uh you just feel salty um after a, a tragic loss i think the mainstream media just doesn't get it so they may be trying to i don't want to say point a finger or anything but try to um scare scare the rest of the community being like oh video games are bad oh watch out now watch out and you know and then that that argument has always has always been around um you know does uh like 
does violent video games produce violent people? Uh, that's that's a damn good question. Um, I want to say, for and this is just for me. I I am just taking my my personal experience um, because this is this is all I know. Um, I'm gonna say no to that because of the fact that yes, I played violent. I play violent video games, um, like when Mortal Kombat One first came out, and you had to put in the blood code uh, for the Sega Genesis, which is Abacab, um, A B A C A B B, um, in in one of the menus, and then you unlock blood mode. Like so, while playing Street or while playing Mortal Kombat. Did I ever get the urge to rip someone's heart out of their chest like Kano? Um, no, I don't think I don't think so. Um, but I, I I always felt that video games helped. Uh, it was an outlet. I always felt that video games were a way for me to escape, um, uh, to dive into another reality that's not my own, and be completely immersed and and you know find new friends find new people that like like the same thing that I do um and when you know then I remember Mortal Kombat and then um there was in like first grade second grade there was like a Mortal Kombat club with all the boys in it um I was never fortunate enough to have the the most recent video games. I always got my video games off the clearance rack uh, because my parents they always you know we weren't poor growing up or anything, but we we weren't we weren't um, wealthy. Let's just say, and um, I never was able to get like the latest uh, game. So for example, um, I would. In in second grade, there is this mortal like I don't want to say it's a Mortal Kombat club. It's just like the boys in the class. All they did talk, all they talked about was Mortal Kombat, and um, I was like, "What? What's 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 this? What are they talking about?" And, you know, I want to be cool. I want to be one of the cool kids. So I would uh, try it. You know, just try to listen in, and they would have their gaming magazines like Gamer Info. Um, I think Wizard Comics or Wizard Magazine was out there too. Um, and they were just talking about it. And they would all be like, oh yeah, I did this fatality. I did this and there was so much blood. And then um, I, I never, I still didn't have the game. Um, I didn't, I the, the time that I got the game finally was when Mortal Kombat 2 came out. And then that means uh, Mortal Kombat 1 was on clearance. Or it was a markdown. So I finally got Mortal Kombat 1. And then I wanted to be like, hey, you guys, I got Mortal Kombat. Like, no, we got two now. That's that's old. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm still not part of the cool kids. But, you know, I always got it like a generation or a game behind because of the fact that, you know, I didn't I just never got the new games. They, they were they were always either like $5.99, $20 or, or whatever. I can't remember how much. Sega Genesis games were back then, but, um, but yeah, so I, as far as like making friends with those kids, like I tried for sure. And then from, from there, from, from the Mortal Kombat kids, um, 
they evolved into uh, Sonic the Hedgehog kids um, or Sonic the Hedgehog group where, um, you know, you didn't need to have the latest Sonic the Hedgehog game to to know. I think the latest one that I remember was Sonic 2. And, um, yeah, and then, yeah, I think it was Sonic 2 because Tails just came out and then people were talking about him. And uh, they even let girls go into the discussion. And girls were into Sonic as well. So I was like, ooh, I like girls. So let me try get into this group um, and, you know, try to try to be with the cool kids. So um, video games allowed me to, 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 to make friends, to, to, to meet new people like Smash. Um, on and uh, not N sixty four. Yeah, well, on N sixty four, Smash. When um, I remember in college, uh, we used to go to this one kid's dorm and play um, sixty four Smash um, all the time. He he thought he was he thought he was hot shit, uh, and then your boy had to go straighten him out. Um, you know, give him give him. You know, I was uh, what. I was, I was, I was, uh, looking for people for, for a job. I was a manager, so I hired him. And then you know what I did? I gave him the work. I gave him the business and he knew that he wasn't hot shit no more. Um, but you know, it, it allowed me to, to, to make, make friends and then, (laughs) and then, um, so we then e- evolved, or not evolved, but finally got into to GameCube, um, uh, a Melee, Smash Melee, and then e- with that, oh my god, we, I made um, so many more connections because that game, uh, because of that game, uh, especially in in uh, college again, because uh, we were you know just going retro with the sixty four, but then. Uh, we started bringing the the GameCube with us everywhere, and then, uh, whew, Lord knows um, how many how many hours I spent playing that game, and uh, uh, you know me me and the the group of guys, uh, the twins and and freaking um, who else was with us? James, uh, you know we had our, our our little crew of Smash players, and then we would basically. Um, what we call train, uh, but basically play, uh, all like a lot. I think, you know what? I think come to think of it, I think you would, you would probably technically have, uh, call us having that gaming disorder, uh, back when, back in our heyday with melee. Um, because yeah, definitely. I, I definitely skipped class for, uh, for some melee. Uh, I know uh, a couple of the other buddies that skipped class for melee uh, we were entering tournaments for melee. Uh, we wanted to be uh, uh, FGC for melee. Uh, or no, 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 not FGC. FGC is fighting game community. We wanted to be uh, MLG, MLG for 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 Smash um, for melee. Uh, that's uh, uh, Major League Gaming. We wanted to be pros. Um, for sure, we wanted to be pros. Uh, and yeah, we would definitely be to, uh, classified as having a, 
the gaming disorder back then. Um, but yeah, it allowed us to, to meet new people. I met some really cool guys uh, because of the gaming community, because of Smash. Um, I met a couple of people that thought they were good in, in, in Melee. And then your boy had to put on that worker's hat again and, you know, give him the business. I had to, I had to show him what's up. Um, but, you know, it, it's, it was still a good time. It just, video games allowed me to, to just to, to meet people. It was an outlet. Um, again, the, going back to the whole violent video game thing, like, I also played Counter-Strike. I also played, um, first-person shooters like, you know, um, Call of Duty, like, um, Oh, I don't know. Call of Duty. <laughs> What's another FPS? Halo. Um, uh, Resistance. Um, all those other first-person shooters. I can't remember. A GoldenEye. Oh, God damn it, GoldenEye. Oh, what fond memories. GoldenEye is the first video game that I ever played uh, staying up the whole night um, while playing that game. That was the first one, N64, Goldeneye, uh, Perfect Dark. Um, yeah, it's just, and you know, I, I, but then I've never had, you know, those, those are, those are like first-person shooters, where, you know, you're basically running around with a gun, shooting people in the goddamn head. But then I've never had the urge to go around with a gun and shoot anyone in the goddamn head. Like there's, there's not, there's not that, that piece in me. So. When people are accusing, you know, or saying, like, violent video games make violent people, I don't, I, I want to I say I have to disagree. Because the fact that me and my group of friends, we, we aren't, we aren't violent people. But yes, we do play a video games that has, you know, video games that have violence in it. Um, I'm thinking people that cause violence... They, they, that, that is for sure a mental disorder, um, and I think that is the the bigger, the bigger question in in today's society, um, what, what causes someone? Ooh, wow, major segue, major segue. Uh, what causes someone to perhaps go out and, um, tragically shoot up a school or, or shoot up a, a neighborhood or you know, take a car and plow through a crowd of people. What what causes someone to do that? That that I think is a huge question. Because if yeah, guns are a major issue still. Um and, you know, the question is, should we restrict guns? Should we um Allow, you know, not do anything, allow it easier for people to get, allow, make it harder for people to get. My my thinking is bad guys are going to get the guns no matter what. And if you, if you make it harder for normal citizens to get guns, you're not necess- necessarily making it harder for the criminals to get guns. That's my issue. Um, but now the question is, now, now I should say the real question is, what causes someone never take take guns out of the equation? Because um, people in London are still getting stabbed up 
even though guns are banned, um, they're they're getting everyone's getting stabbed by knives, and they're trying to do a, a knife ban, which is which is goddamn ridiculous if you ask me. But um, so the question is, wh- how do those people get to that point? Is is really where what we should be asking? How does someone go from you know normal person to Hey, I want to bring a gun to school and shoot 15 people. How does how does someone go from A to B? Or, you know, A to A to Z. How does someone get there? Um, my personal opinion is um cuz cuz most of the time you hear, "Oh, he was bullied. Oh, he was an outcast. Oh, um no one liked him. Um he was humiliated." Um so, in my my personal opinion, my line of thinking, let we have to be nicer to each other. That's key. We have to be nicer to each other. So, if that boy, I only say boy because um, statistically, it's mostly men, mostly boys, mostly males that do the uh, the, the the mass shootings, the 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 terrorism, the um. Oh, and let's face it, anyone who brings a gun into a classroom or into a school and shoots up every way, you're a goddamn terrorist, all right? You, there's no, like, um, just a guy with a mental disorder. No, we're a fucking terrorist, all right? You're, you, you're goddamn spreading terror and shooting innocent people. Um, so let's get that out of the way. So, so most of these terrorists are, are, are young men, right? So that's why I'm only saying boys. So how do we get, how do we stop from that boy, from that person going to that place where they decide to take a gun and shoot people? How do we stop that? Um, I, I say uh, we need to be nicer to everyone. Um, we just need to be more aware of our surroundings and be nicer in general, to people, because um, right now we we're so polarized, we're so wanting to be part of a team that we ridicule someone who's not like us, and that 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 needs to stop. That needs to end. We're we're one people. Um, we're we're all in this. Oh God, it sounds so cliche. We're all in this together. Why can't we all just get along? We just why can't we all just be nicer to each other? That like I don't understand why people have to be so mean. Um, yeah, I mean, I get I I get the the whole tribalism thing, but but you don't have to be so mean to someone that's not on your team. Um. Sure, you you can disagree with somebody, but that doesn't mean you hate them. Doesn't that doesn't mean you you have the right to to belittle them, to make them feel small, to gang up on them. Um, but you know, it just just gotta be. Everyone's gotta be nicer to everybody. You just gotta. That's that's what I'm hoping to teach Jacob. Um, just to be nice to everyone. Um doesn't mean to be like a pushover no 
Uh, just be respectful to everybody. Be be kind to everybody, but also be wary of of some people. Like, yes, there's true evil in the world, but you have to be um, you have to be nicer to people so that they don't get to that point. I don't I don't know if that makes sense. Um, my parents have always told me to be nice to everyone, and you know. I, I hope I can I can I can um, spread that and 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 teach Jacob that as well. Uh, just got to be nicer to everyone, and then hopefully, hopefully you just saying, you know, you just saying hi to that weird kid um, in class, just saying hi and how you doing, just talking to him for a little bit might might put you know. Take away his thinking might might change his change his mindset from like this world sucks and everyone should die with me you know from from that to this world's not so bad there are good people here you know and and it, and ask that might be all that it takes just to say hi just to just to give him the common courtesy as a human being you know not just just uh, uh, cast him out and 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 make him feel make him feel lonely, not to bully him or or anything like that. So, wow, I made I made some major segues here. I had a couple more uh, topics, but I think I think that'll that'll do it. Um, so, what's your opinion? You you tell me. How do um do violent video games make violent people? Um, I would love to know your opinions on that. Um, how do we stop people from getting, from, from, how do we stop people from getting to that point where they want to start shooting up or, or, or causing havoc and, and running a a truck through a crowd of people? How do we get to, how do we stop people from getting to that point? Or, or is it a gun issue? Well, you tell me if you think it's a gun issue, please let me know. Um, uh, let me know on Twitter. Let me know on Facebook. Uh, Facebook is just a little sip. That's our Facebook page. Twitter is uh, Chunky Dog eighty five C H U N K Y D O G G eighty five on Twitter. Um, comment on SoundCloud. Comment on on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, um, Castbox. Uh, you know wherever wherever you just you get your 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 um, podcast. That's that's where I'll be. Um, you let me know what, what you think, uh, you know, let me know your opinions. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know what's going on. Um, do, what do you think about this new, um, gaming disorder? Do you think it's bullshit? Do you think it's real? Uh, do you have it? Oh, I would love to see if, uh, I would love to talk to you if you have this gaming disorder. Um, so just, just let me know. Um, you know, again, uh, find me on Facebook SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, I think I said already. Um, uh, find, find me on Instagram, Snapchat, all that is ChunkyDog85. Um, uh, uh, Vero, uh, Vivo, I think, is another uh, social media platform that, uh, that just started. Vero. Uh, V-E-R-O is an app that I have, and I, I kind of dig it. It's pretty cool. 
Um, find me on there also, Chunky Dog eighty five. Um, but yeah, let me know your opinions. Let me know your thoughts. Um, if you have any any topics you want me to talk about, please let me know there. Um, you know, in any one of my uh, social media platforms, I'll I'll read it. I'll look at it. And, you know, I'll probably respond uh, most likely. Um, and just let me know what your thoughts, what what you want to talk about, um, and just you know, this is an open discussion. Um, I I'm here by myself. I I I'm usually just talking to myself on on this um, you know on this mic and on this on this uh, podcast. And I would love to to make it an open dialogue. I would love to know your opinions. I would love to know your thoughts. Um, this is a, I'd love to make this an open conversation or maybe I bring up topics or I bring up something and then you, you give me your feedback and then we have a back and forth. That'd be great. Um, but you know what? As always, whenever you're feeling parched, remember, all you need is just a little sip. Thank you for listening to Just a Little Sip.